Well, hello and welcome to A Fistful of Truth. I am your host, Delara Essengill, and this is my podcast. You can find A Fistful of Truth on Anchor.fm, Spotify, and many more platforms all listed on the Anchor.fm portal. You can also find everything in one convenient location. A Fistful of Truth.com features the latest podcasts, blog posts, and latest product recommendations that I work with and stood behind me during the hardest times when this very brand unsafe girl. I'm brand unsafe, folks. In fact, I'm just unsafe with what I'm saying in general. Uh, Refused to work with me. So here we go. Uh, You can look at everything at a fistful of truth.com and you don't have to go to different sites looking for the podcast, the blog. It's all in one convenient location. So please do share that with somebody else that might be interested in finding out the truth and nothing but. You can also find me on my blog at delaraessengill.blog. And please, kindly, if you can please enter your email address on the right side of the blog. I say this every time. I know some of you are sick of it, so I apologize if you've already done this, but there are new listeners every day. And I'd really like to thank everybody from around the world who is following the blog. It enables me to keep in touch with you because it happened on January 6, 2021. The purge happened, folks. The big tech purge, the big kickoff of Twitter, the big kickoff of I got kicked off of everything everything. In fact, if I try to even start an account somewhere, like the computer just like freezes, I swear. So the only way to stay in touch with me and get the news that I'm delivering pretty much daily to you, trying to, since they're speeding it up and slowing it down, they just can't seem to stop censoring me, but I just can't seem to stop talking. Please enter your email address kindly at delaraessengill.blog and uh, please share any articles you might find interesting there. There's lots of stuff there, folks. Cannibal Gate. Linwood has been talking about it. Finally, talking about Cannibal Gate. Adrenochrome was the big one. Now we're talking about Cannibal Gate. Check it out. Check out the latest on Did Dr. Oz See the Dick? Dr. Philophile. Dr. Phil. Check these articles out. Lynn and Buck are talking about this stuff. I'm so glad to see it. I don't feel alone anymore. You know, I kept saying, why isn't somebody else from Hollywood talking? Am I the only attorney here that knows about this? No. Am I the only person here? No. There's a lot of people that know, and they're very afraid to say something. They just don't want to rock the boat. And you know what? That's why we're in this mess to begin with. And you, you, the listeners, you guys are the outliers. You guys are the ones that are responsible for spreading this information, for talking, sharing. Whatever it is that you find that resonates with you in this podcast, this blog, I urge you kindly to share it. That is your donation to me, to share this information. Because otherwise, what's the point of us being here, listening, creating, and trying to formulate thoughts around what's going on and analyzing what we see? Because we, the people, are the ones that are going to set ourselves free. Today is July 18th, 2022. It is Monday Matters here on A Fistful of Truth. So what I'd like you to do is tune in today to, we're going to be traveling around the globe to Scotland Scotland. One of some of my favorite people are Scottish, and uh, I have some friends and family, believe it or not, in Scotland. And um, although this anon I met through this uh, patriot patriotic movement, Scott anon is going to be here today, telling us what's going on in Scotland. And uh, here we go. Welcome to Monday Matters. We're going to call this Monday Madness. Scott anon. Well, hello and welcome to, uh, we're going to call this Monday Madness instead of Monday Matters. Uh, welcome to Monday Madness, Scott Anon from Scotland. How are you today? Hello, Delara. Yes, uh, I'm great. Um, beautiful day in Scotland here. Can't complain. How is your weather doing in Scotland? We've been having some very hot weather out here in California. Yeah, we're kind of the same. Uh, we're very, very humid at the moment. Uh, the air's very heavy. It's almost like we need a thunderstorm, and we've been needing it for about two weeks or so two and a half weeks to come and clear the air, uh, and nothing happening. <laughs> um, strange, strange weather. Strangely it, it humid is. and warm. It's about 77 degrees here today. Is that normal for this time of year for you guys? Yeah, anywhere between 18 to 24 is probably, you know, or well, I don't know what that would equate to in your side, but uh, that's it's just a little bit above the norm for us for an average kind of summer, you know. So, yeah, strange one, strange weather. I have a friend in London, and he said that they're having a heat wave over there, 
I know that uh, recently we talked, Snackanahan um, and I talked about the POTUS rally in Anchorage, Alaska, and the HARP weather systems and the weather manipulations. Remember, uh, just to quote POTUS again, he said, hot as a pistol, but he, we were also told that we were going to have a very hot summer and a cold winter. So, you know, hopefully it's not mauve October again or mob no. November. <laughs> November, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think here, um, I think the government is actually, if I remember correctly, I think yesterday or day before, they, issued, they were issuing a heat warning. Um, so people are maybe expecting that there's possibly going to be some sort of uh, lockdown for temperatures, you know, that may come, weather, weather lockdown. Uh, we're not sure. It's, it's, it's all a bit up in the air at the moment. It seems likely perhaps that maybe the weather being so hot, we've been getting notices here in uh, Los Angeles County and in Southern California from the lovely uh, cabal controlled electric companies that rob us all the time. Um, but we've been getting notices saying, if it gets too hot, we're gonna turn the power off. Now, that just seems a little strange because no, that happens sometimes, but just after POTUS saying, how he was, you know, last night, Snackanon was pointing out how they are, uh, not last night, the night before, um, how they are, uh, POTUS talks about that trip into Iraq where he's landing in a dark runway where it's all black and there's no lights. The lights should go out. So perhaps this heat, the anchorage thing, the harp, everything might be related to what we are calling these rolling blackouts that the electric company here has actually announced. So these are just little things to pay attention to and not be surprised about since the heat seems to have really turned up, especially as you're telling us across the globe over in Scotland and uh, as, as well as in London, we're hearing. Yeah, I see, I, I no disrespect to anyone from England, but we tend to look at the Scottish weather here. Um, I, I, tend to, I tend not to listen to any of the forecasts anymore. I just get up in the morning, have a look out the window and or here at this time of year, you can wake in at two o'clock in the morning and see what the weather's doing because it's almost broad daylight, you know, uh, which is beautiful. And at 11 o'clock at night, the sun goes, the sun disappears, you know. Oh, wow. So, oh, yeah, we have, uh, we have a long summer's night here. Uh, it's That's beautiful. so beautiful. Uh, this time of year, we have, yeah, it's probably 20 hours of sunlight, you know, not far away, you know. From the latitude. That's amazing. I never thought about that. See, this is what's so beautiful about talking with people around the world. We are all connected. And just yeah. hearing something like that, I can just imagine the warm uh, breeze in the evening in Scotland with your beautiful scenery, beautiful scenery and beautiful people, might I add. Very uh, loyal, very loyal and patriotic, I have to say. Yeah, um, yeah, they, they go, we go back a long way in history when you look back and it, um, our, our fight against the establishment has been long. And I, I mean, I, I could throw a few examples on there, but, but everyone's seen the film Braveheart. Uh, we know there's inaccuracies, inaccuracies in some of that, but when you look back on that, um, Scots have been fighting the establishment since the, we, well, then and beyond, you know, and ever since. So you're talking 800 years, and yes. I know for a fact, I know for a fact the clan I belong to were were on were on battlefields and betrayed at um, in the rebellion in 1746 or 1745 when the battle happened in Culloden, you know. Uh, they were betrayed by their own people, by their own lords and lairds, etc. You know, uh, all probably for a dollar. You know, amazing. Yeah, it goes back a long way, and if people want to dig into the history of that, it's not hard to do. You know, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of treachery in the country over the years, and when we sit and look at where we are today, it's kind of similar. <laughs> Isn't in it? Government. Isn't yeah, in it? government. Yeah, government. Yeah. And look, yeah, you know, our country here is what 250 years, and we are, I'm talking to you over there, where you're talking about 800 plus years of, of history and treachery and all sorts of, um, you know, standing up for pe what people believed in and giving their lives. Um, before before we were discussing, before we jumped on here, yeah. uh, Scott and on, we were talking. You were talking about um, the 20 plus years of what's been going on in America. Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, it was more 20 years of uh, what's going on around the world, you know. True. Um, yeah, because, uh, well, around that time, you know, I, I mean, I went to work abroad many years ago and I met many people in the travels doing that and uh, very interesting, um, obviously, cabal-based type company, you know, um, doing what I did. And 
interesting, interesting job. Uh, but meeting the people and seeing the cultures and the countries was amazing. You know, an amazing experience to go and uh, partially live in some of these places for a while, etc., to see what's going on. And I, I remember meeting a guy years ago, and uh, we were coming out of Libya, and we were traveling through Tunisia. And the guy told me he was an he was actually a something to do with American government. And the guy was talking about how they would be back. They've been here and they'll be back in here soon uh, to change things. <laughs> and I was like, wow. how would that be? And then, you know, as time went by, um, I was actually in a job where we had people working down in Africa when the Arab Spring kicked off. So, I mean, that was 2010, I think. I met this guy many years before that, but this was 2010. So we had Tunisia kicked off first, overthrew its government, and relatively peacefully. And then I think it was Egypt that kicked off next. And it was almost like synch synchronized where one finished, the next one starts, you know, or it's, it's all going on in this space of two, two years, year and a half, two years. And then uh, say Egypt overthrew its government, a bit more trouble in that one, a bit more uh, fight from the people, et cetera. And then Libya kicked off. And then obviously there's a massive story behind Libya with, uh, I'm sure with the US side, you know, cause I think uh, wasn't Hillary involved with something in that, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, but there was a massive story behind that. And I mean, Libya just descended from the Arab Spring into civil war. And I had friends working in the country who were airlifted out by the military. Wow. You know? Yeah, it was pretty crazy time. Um, spoke to a few of them, after they got out of the country, a few of them phoned me up a couple of months afterwards telling me what was going on. Wow. And having been there myself, I kind of thought, wow, they've finally done it. You know, um, they've finally overthrown Gaddafi. But why? You know, why now? You know, right. and everything, everything started to fall into place. We start reading up a little bit more and mm -hmm. what's, what's going on around the world. The various agendas that were in place that I always remember reading one about the, I think it was the US government had about... 11 countries they had to get into to get them basically overturned and changed regime change and you know these countries were all in it and Syria etc was in amongst that and Syria is still in chaos today you know so it was an yeah. amazing time amazing amazing it all falls into part of what's really going on in the world I think you know you know it's a full circle and you know Hopefully history doesn't repeat itself. And I think we are on a new, I think we're on a new timeline. I really do. Um, which is why the first time ever, you know, at the advent of the internet and whatever else it is that God has placed in our use of technology that has turned against the dark forces. And I believe we're headed towards light, but I do believe we still have a ways to go. This isn't going to be over tomorrow. A lot of people think that we're just going to kumbaya tomorrow you know, float off on some kind of a spaceship and that's not going to happen. Um, there are so many well, people. I, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, all you, no I, I was just going to say, yeah, I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people just go, we want to get back to normal. And you go, well, sitting here after, I was a bit, I was a bit like everyone, I was a bit angry when all this started and you're going, they're shutting us down. You know, our own government is shutting us down, you know, um, and you go, get a bit, you know, Need to need to get some answers. I can't live without some answers here. I need something to tell me what's really going on, you know. Right. And and you you get a bit frustrated with it all, but then as time goes by, <clears> you sit and look at it, and you go, uh, getting back to normal. Was it ever really normal before? Right. You know. So a new normal could be something, depending on which side of this battle was to be won. The new normal could be something completely different. Either way, you know. So I look at it and go, yeah, a new normal would be probably quite a healthy thing. Um, I think, I think we're all sick of war, you know. I'm, I'm, and you're speaking from you know 800 plus years of history, and this is the first time in our generation, I believe that uh, you know besides these, I'm going to call them fake wars that yeah. have been orchestrated, you know, over the years, whether you want to call it Iraq or you know the the debauchery of Afghanistan and what's really going on as we're finding out now having to do with the Ukraine, for example. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, absolutely. The whole thing, the whole thing is just, uh, I think we're reaching a point now where people are just looking at it and going, we're, we're sitting here in the middle of this crisis and then suddenly the Ukraine war pops up and you go, wait a minute, this actually started in 2014. You know, this, this two states that there, there, there were a lot of the fighting was going on. This was them trying to be independent states. And I, I think there's a lot of dark stuff going on in Ukraine, oh my, my myself personally. Absolutely. What yeah. is... Um, what is it like? What is it like in Scotland? Um, I know this is a general question, but we have listeners from Scotland that are listening, but also we have listeners from all around the world. And we're all wondering, you know, I'm in California, I'm wondering what's going on and how people feel in Alabama. Um, people in Alabama are wondering how people feel in Canada, people in Canada wondering how people feel in Thailand. We are all human and we're children of the most high. Well, not all of us, but the ones that are the children of the most high. Yeah. There's some yeah. different, different, different uh, occupations and entities here on this planet. You know, people that are just completely possessed and people that are just, uh, you know, just in the dark. There's people, there's different levels of, of existence here on earth as it's always been. But for the sake of this conversation, what is the sentiment like in Scotland? Um, how awake are people? Um, how do people feel and what, what is your take and what do you see daily? Because you're there. I'm not. Tell us. Um, it's a very mixed bag. You know, there's obviously there's groups of people who are really up and awake. There's other people who um, conform to a lot of this stuff just for the sake of it. We have to do it, you know, so we just do it, you know, and then there's the people who are the diehards, you know, who are um, they're they're basically never, unless the mainstream media is taken down, nothing can change them, you know. Um, I see that. And I think that, that there's an old, that old equation about the, the 33%, yes, 33%, no, 34% people in the middle. Um, on anything, any given agenda that's going on, you'll have the yes, the no, and the people in the middle. I think there's a load of people in the middle that it's, it's hard to change. Um, we're, we, we dropped the mask mandates. It was done very discreetly over here in the sense that the mask mandates were meant to stop and was at uh, end of March or April. And our, our lovely leader decided to keep them going, uh, keep them going another two weeks. And then it just petered out. And it, there was no major announcement of the mask mandates ending. It just kind of ended. And a lot of people would stop wearing them anyway. But we're now seeing people now going back into the shops. I've been in and around shops and streets, etc. And we've seen a couple of people today walking down the street with masks on. And you're going 24 degrees outside, you know. Uh, um, it's uh, it's very mixed. Um, very hard to change, I think. Very hard to change because the mainstream, over here, the mainstream media bombarded us uh, with stuff. I, I mean, not that I watch it too much, but I know people that watch mainstream a lot. And I, I just couldn't, I couldn't sit and listen to it day in, day out. You know, the, the government and the, I sure you had it in America, the government and the, the medical people coming on for like two and a half hours talking about what's going on and what they need to do today. And then come out tomorrow and change the rule on something tomorrow. You know, uh, you know, today it's five feet, tomorrow it's six feet, you know. So I have a uh, question. It was, it was crazy. It was just mad. And I think, I think there's a massive effect, a psychological effect in a lot of people in the country. And I, mm -hmm. and I think that's going to take a lot of repair. Is the TV on in bars and public locations and waiting places everywhere? Um, I don't really know because I haven't done a lot of uh, travel or anything to see what's going on in anywhere. Um, pretty much a lot of places have... Sport tends to be the thing they put on in most of the bars and stuff like that. If you're out, or mm -hmm. music, uh, you won't see the news channels too much in a bar in Scotland, to be honest. <laughs> so, Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. no, you won't. You won't. Maybe you see it in airports. You see yeah. it in airports and stuff, but uh, but not so much in bars, pubs, etc., um, restaurants, etc. Mostly music side. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a psychological effect on the people. I'd say massively. Um, I say people still wearing masks, and I know that there may be people who are, you know, vulnerable people who may be looking at that and, and genuinely believe there's still a massive risk to them, you know, um, and that's psychological again, you know. But we've had uh, there's there's a there's a, a website. If any of the viewers are even listening in, um, we have a group of people over here called the UK Column, 
and they're the ukcolumn.org. You can find them there. There's there's four guys in there, plus a group of others who come on their channel, um, and they pretty much uh, debunk and decipher everything that's being said <laughs> by government, by by uh, medical side, everything. And they're very good. Um, it's a bit controlled. Some people say it's controlled opposition, and you go, but they're putting stuff out there. They're challenging everything, you know? So it's, any awareness is, is good awareness. Never shoot the messenger, but use your discernment is what I say. Discern, you listen to it and take it away and go, does that sound right? Um, I say a lot of the information at the very start, these guys over here, they actually had, uh, they've attended a few rallies as I have myself been to a few of the protests. Um, they, uh, they pretty much, they've been invited onto channels in the US as well to talk about it. It's quite a few places they were on, some of the guys, but they're very busy because they all have jobs and they do this as their sideline. Well, two of them do. Um, and there's a guy from the US comes on with them, uh, Patrick Henningsen. Uh, familiar. He's got, uh, I think it's 21st Century or 21st Century Wire or something like that. I can't remember. He's got his own channel in the US, but they all have their own channels that they do in their own countries. But um, they come together uh, three days a week to do the to, to do a news roundup of what's going on in, in, in the world, but kind of dig in mostly to the UK politics. And they pretty much threw everything out there with all of what's been going on with the election, everything else. So very interesting, you know. How are your prices for food and gas over there? What's going on? Is it stable or has it gone up? No, we uh, we've actually we were probably around. £1.40 for a, a gallon before lockdown. Lockdown came along, the price went down to uh, £1, exactly £1. Huh. And, we're, and we're now sitting at £1.90. So you're about even. We're about doubled up. We're almost doubled in price. Well, since, the, yeah, since the lockdown. Since, yeah. since lockdown. So, yeah. But we've gone up since uh, the original fuel price back in, tw in 2019, about one forty something. Uh, there or thereabouts. Uh, about, 60, 60 pounds to fill the tank we're now sitting 100 100 plus to fill the tank so big increase food has been creeping up week on week um you go into one supermarket and they're competing they're all advertising that they're you know they're competing against walmart effectively or asda as it is here tesco the, the big stores they're all competing and you know we're price comparison with this supermarket and you go Everything's almost leveling out to be the same price, but everything's up at least 25, maybe more percent. Everything. Um, so people, people are being hammered. People are being hit here in the pocket in every way. Uh, it's hard. It's hard for, for very, you know, uh, what would you class it as uh, lower income families, a struggle, you know, right. it's going to be a struggle for them, you know? It is. It, it always was, and now it's getting worse. And electricity, electricity is the next one. Electricity and gas, uh, they're the same. They've just basically gone up in price. And again, everything's blamed on uh, Putin, you know. Uh, so we're sitting there. That's probably that's all probably the same, but 50, 60 percent. And they're talking they're talking more more rises coming again in October, maybe even earlier, you know. So it's it's crazy. The figures is being branded around. Spoke to a neighbor the other day, he was telling me, you know. His, his gas and electric went from about 70 to 80 pounds a month. They're now taking 190 off him, you know? It's, I, it's, I wonder if this is true all around most of the developed world. It would be interesting to hear from the listeners if you're listening out there and whatever country you're in, please uh, kindly leave a comment. I will write a blog article about this talk we're having today with Scott and on later on this week because I'm, I'm uh, there's so much to write about and talk about. There's a lot happening, of course, you know, we're seeing all these uh, world leaders step down suddenly. What do you think about yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, very interesting. Very interesting when you see this stuff like that going on. And then the reasoning that's given for why they're stepping down and you go, how many politicians would step down for that reason? You know, <laughs> in the yeah. past, no, nobody, because uh, most of these people have uh, thick skin and a hard neck, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, the, what we've seen over here. Uh, certainly for the England government or UK government down there at that side, um, there's certainly been a coup to get Boris Johnson out. 
uh, and yes. all the all the ministers stepping down and then all the stuff going on and then all the candidates then rear their heads back into the mix for the for the PM once they got them out and you're sitting listening to it now and you're going the people voted for Brexit that was the people's will and out of the eight candidates I think there's five left and all five of them are pretty much uh, remain in Europe so <laughs> We go. What, what do we do now? You know, <laughs> yeah. Because we don't have we don't have anybody pro Brexit left. You know, uh, there may be people come on the cabinet and work with them and stuff like that. But you look at it and go, it's almost farcical. You know, where we're at. It really is. I yeah. mean, it's uh, there's no really. That's the best word I could think of. Um, so I, I think I, I mentioned to you once before. I think. Um, that we have a good channel over here as well. It's just newly started up called GB News, a uh, mm. very right wing channel. Uh, and they're, they, they're interesting. If anyone wants to have a listen to some of that stuff, they might find some stuff interesting as well on them uh, and the way they put stuff across and uh, their views and everything. Uh, you know, a bit more in tune with, with where we are today than, than the mainstream, you know, for sure. Uh, calling stuff out as well. They're not frightened to call things out. And on there as well. Can you send me a list of these? Uh, I'm writing them down, but I, I want to make sure I get them. Can you send me a list after we, we get off this recording of the uh, what you've told the listeners and referred to so that I can include them in the blog post via you? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I just think it's uh, there's some interesting stuff amongst that. You can go in and um, they've got all sorts of people on these channels. I mean, the other night, uh, there's a breaking story at the moment they're trying to really keep down, and that's... Uh, uh, child abuse in uh, is it Oldham, Telford, Telford is I think it is in England at the moment, and it all ties into about you know five or six different places where child abuse has happened over uh, years and nothing's been done about it. Absolutely nothing's been done about it, and the, and it's all been done under various governments, uh, the councils who's in in place are there. Yeah, the councils in place at the time did nothing about it. The police have done nothing about it. Um, Big, I think it's a breaking story, and there's a guy on GB News, and he's written he's written a few books in his time. You'll probably have heard of him, and people can Google him. Mark Stein, S T E Y N, um, cracking guy, calling it out at the moment, and he's made a point of saying that he's going to go after one of the. He's had a witness on giving him a statement of what what happened to her, and the day the following day she went home, the police arrived at her door to say they needed to investigate her claim because she'd been on the news giving this statement. And she says, well, you did nothing for me 10 years ago when I first came to you, you know. Um, very, very strange one. But um, Mark Stein has made a point of going after the, uh, the police commissioner for that area. So on the back end of that, what we've also discovered is there's six, six major police uh, establishments under uh, special measures, as they call it, which means they're being investigated for failure to do their duty, which is very interesting, you know. Hmm. You know, I was looking at your, um, I was looking at human trafficking in Scotland because I was looking at different types of uh, activity that were going on ever since POTUS talked about the, uh, the, what was it, the Great Passage or when I was listening to that whole thing, because, you know, it's, it's all around the world, this stuff. And, yeah. you know, you and I were scheduled to talk and you guys have a modern slavery helpline um, that the police has instituted in Scotland. I don't know if you're familiar with this. But basically, it says that a human, well, of course, I mean, this is no surprise to anyone, um, that mod, uh, human trafficking and slavery has risen 5% in just the last uh, few years in Scotland. And of course, you guys are, you know, um, very uh, integrally lo uh, located, and it's an integral location from, you know, Europe and whatever spills into Europe from uh, these other countries like um, SA and um, all the different uh, countries we know that there's heavy human trafficking coming in through Central Asia, through Europe, um, and from Africa, from Northern Africa especially. So there's a there's a the the police in Scotland apparently has set up this national human trafficking unit. Um, I don't know if you know about this, but apparently there's a a lot of um, new divisions of your police force that are focused on this modern slavery helpline. I mean, it's, it's a big deal. It's going on everywhere. Do you have anything that you can add to this or? I don't have anything specific on what they're doing. Um, I, I, I just know um, 
you know, we I think a lot of policing is um, a lot of policing has been a bit misdirected in the last few years. My opinion, just an opinion. Everywhere where, too, the same. Yeah, where the police are focusing on, you know, right. uh, we have a thing over here called crime non-crime. So it's a hate crime. So if you call someone out on Twitter, you know, call a trans a trans person can't have a a, a trans guy can't have a child. You could end up in court. You know? oh, they have that here too. They have that here yeah, too. So I mean, the hate the police, I mean, you can't even say it on the street to somebody, of course. Elements of the police are focused on other types of things and traffic crime and stuff like that, whereas the, the big crime and the fraud and all the other stuff going on tends to shuffle by the wayside a little bit and uh, we never hear too much about it, you know. Um, right. So I think the police, I think the police have a problem in the sense something maybe needs to be done in the police to to re rebuild and restore the faith, you know, for people. Well, just like um, Lotus says here, he wants to empower the police force and hire more police officers. And a lot of police officers that want to do their job are discouraged because they don't have the support and it's become such a mess that it's like, you know, how can one man or two, two officers in a unit move a mountain of crime? And I believe that's the same thing that's going on for you guys over there. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd say so. I'd say it's very, I think the trends are pretty similar throughout the world, I think, everywhere. Um, you know, the government's are engin being engineered, uh, the police, sorry, and et cetera, has been engineered almost to fail to some to some degree, you know. Um, well, your police set up a hotline, though. I liked what they're doing. I, I, it says via 101. What does that mean? Is that something you dial on the phone, 101? 101 is actually an emergency hotline for, uh, that's, uh, or is it well, 102? Like yeah, one Okay. It must be a new two. It must be a new one. Yeah, I think one hundred two is actually the emergency. I think now. Um, not yeah, so they have a one hundred one set up just for trafficking, and they say if if people notice that are listening in Scotland to this, um, if you see large groups of people sharing small properties, if you see lots of comings and goings at unsocial hours, and people who don't regularly and readily have access to documents like bank cards, to call one hundred one and report it. So that's a step in, the, in a positive direction. You know, we have all those negative stuff that we talk about, but I think it's, you know, nothing's going to change overnight, right? No. Uh, we Well, one of the big things that was exposed during lockdown was uh, on trafficking was the fact that uh, there's a person I mentioned before with uh, obviously GB News, Nigel Farage, who was mm -hmm. our guy who, who did the Brexit deal, you know, that got, got us to the Brexit and then stepped back from it because that was his job, you know. Um, and Nigel was going out into the English Channel and going, while well, all the British people are locked up and stuck in uh, stuck indoors, can't get out, and we can get out for a one-hour exercise a day, uh, boatloads of people coming across the Channel, coming into our country, being shuffled off into hotels from France, you know? Wow. Uh, and these people are, are flooding in from Africa up through, up through Europe and making their way to France. And uh, as you say, it's, it's, it's a bit like when you watch that old videos when the, all the people's coming to the Mexican border and everyone's well-dressed by the time they get there, you go, how's that? How are these people managing that, you know? Right. Um, you know? And then people, uh, and Farage had a great one where he says, three people are sitting in the boat, they're all sitting on their mobiles in the boat and then they throw their mobiles in the water. <laughs> uh, if you're an immigrant coming to this country and you've got a mobile, it's currency to some degree. And I'm not knocking the, the people who are coming here being driven out of countries for war and stuff. I'm just looking oh, at no. it from another. You no. go, I, I, you, you sympathize with all this stuff that's going on, but you look at this and go, who's orchestrating all this? Of course. Who is so this is trafficking at the highest order and something needs to be done about it, you know? And the I, government is sitting with their hands on their, uh, sitting on their hands at the moment, doing nothing about it. Well, we're hoping that something is being done about it. And I believe that there's a lot being done behind the scenes. And, you know, these conversations that we're having are what we're observing. And of course, we can only observe the forest from the level at which we stand. You know, yeah. there's people I'm, sure, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a lot of stuff being worked on Delar to try and end a lot of this. And uh, and yeah. I know it's complex and it's hard and it's very, very deep and difficult to get into it all. And uh but um, yeah, because we see stuff every day coming online, listening to alternative stuff, just looking for snippets of news and someone pops up something, you know, uh, 100, 100 traffickers arrested at such and such a border or whatever been arrested here. We had a, I think we had one the other day in Europe where there's a big arrest of about 150 odd people. Um, so gangs are being taken down, you know, but um, 
I guess it's a lot. It's it's a lot of work to take this stuff down, you know. Especially years and they... years and years in building, you know. So. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. I'm sorry. Especially with the mainstream media, like you were saying, not reporting it, like it's getting buried, but it's happening. Um, yeah. What else do you have for us? I know you had some other things you wanted to discuss. Um, Are we? Well, yeah. Let me see. Now. Uh, yeah, one of the things I was going to discuss was actually um, about, I think it was 2015, 14 or 15 uh, in Spain. They had um, the Catalonians. Are, that's where Barcelona is for anyone that doesn't know. Uh, the Catalonians, Catalonia, however you pronounce it. I've been uh, there. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, you've been. I've been there a few times too. I love it. Um, anyway, uh, down the coast, beautiful. Um, they had their independence referendum, whereby the people voted eighty-seven thirteen to leave Spain. So Catalonia would become an independent state, and the government, based, uh, the Madrid government from Spain, basically arrested the Catalonian government. Wow. <laughs> So you go, they arrested the, the prime minister and a few others. He fled the country, the Catalonian prime minister fled the country and all the rest of it. But um, very, I think it's very relevant as to what was coming for people because you go, the, the will of the people there, totally, just totally against the Madrid government. And a lot of violence, well, there wasn't mass violence, but there was violence on the streets. And I had a friend who was actually down there at the time. He'd specifically gone down to see what was going on. And I got some reports back from him on what was really going on there. And, and he just said, they're never going to let this happen. They're never, the people have voted for this, but they're never going to let it happen, you know? Yeah. So you kind of go, well, that's what was coming, you know? So <laughs> that, was, that was then. So you kind of go, we're, we're in this situation now where it's very hard. And I think the governments are struggling. I think all the governments are going to struggle to stay afloat. But, I think so uh, too. I, I did not know about that. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's just... Uh... A prime it's, example of what's uh what to be expected. Another, yeah yeah it's it's another thing that someone can have a look and dig into and see what actually went on with it and um and you can see uh, the, the the percentage of people that voted for it and uh i mean the police that came in a lot of the police the the barcelonian or catalonian police weren't weren't getting involved in anything they were pretty much stepping back and from what i was told a lot of the the, the aggression that was shown towards the catalonians came from either shipped in police or shipped in soldiers from somewhere else in the states you know and uh, again yeah 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 so you kind of go um keeps it keeps it away from the catalonians in the sense you know but yeah it was uh it was an interesting sign and uh we had a discussion on that afterwards um um which was yeah it was interesting i just felt at the time and then lo and behold we find ourselves where we are today and he was the first person i sent an email to when we locked down because I called it all out and he just started, sent me back a lol, you know. Yeah, okay, you know, <laughs> point taken, you know. Um, that's where we're at. Um, so, before we talk about travel, we had some good things to um, tell the audience about travel, some good advice. What else do you have for us that you would like to discuss? Um, well... I'll, I'll, there's a few people that I think maybe people should ever listen to as well. Um, yeah. If you're listening, listen in. Uh, not just yourself, obviously. Uh, we do like listening to you, but um, we have uh, a few guys. I don't, like, some... I don't like listening to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a few guys over here in the UK um, who are quite funny. Uh, they put up some good stuff. Uh, I see. I think I mentioned you. Katie Hopkins comes on with her stories, and Katie Hopkins was vilified over here about 10, 12 years ago. Um, you know, they just wouldn't entertain her anywhere. And now Katie's becoming a bit of a, an icon in the movement here, you know. Um, and, and a guy that she works with is a guy called Alex Belfield. And Alex Belfield is actually in court at the moment. So people want to go and have a look at his website. He's actually exposing the BBC for a lot of the stuff that the BBC have been up to, fraud yeah. and everything else. And he's gone to court and he's representing himself in court, which is quite interesting, you know. Um, interesting. It's good for him. Yeah, and he's exposing a lot of lies and stuff that these people have been putting out um, against him and stories they've been making up about him. The police have been, he's been arrested about five or six times, all his laptops, everything confiscated, phones, a lot. And then the story is just, it's absurd, the story that's going on. Um, so yeah, he's, a, he's another one maybe worth people having to listen to because you can get a feel for what's going on in the country, you know? Yep. And 
there's a guy I, I mentioned to you one time before, I think in an email was maybe to have a look at a guy, uh, Mark Devlin over here. Um, he's written a few books about the music industry. Yes, um, I remember he's that. Worth, he's worth a listen, just to listen to his, his take on how the music industry, how controlled it is, you know? Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> so I thought, I thought that would be right up your street for sure, you know? Uh -huh. I know you're busy doing a lot of stuff you do, but um, very interesting character, you know? That could be a whole series in and of itself. I mean, I could probably speak for a year and not, yeah. not, not bore the audience with the amount of control, manipulation, and infiltration that the, because, uh, you know, sound is really, uh, it's the last thing that we, uh, the last sense that goes before we leave this earth. Um, yep. And sound is how we are created. And that's the, you know, first there was the word and then let there be light. So, yeah, the manipulation of sound and music is is beyond beyond the comprehension of most people. And even I'm sure there's stuff that you and I don't know about. So yeah, definitely worth looking into. Please do include that in the list so we can provide it to the audience and they can go to the blog post and I'll, I'll include a whole section from you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's, it's just there uh, some stuff that people may find useful if they're doing a dig on something and they want to know a little bit more about it. Of you course. know, um, it's it's uh, you open your mind a little bit and see what it, see what it takes you, you know? Right. Absolutely. Because we know there's a lot of daft stuff going on in the world. So why would the music industry be any different? And there's a lot of daft stuff happening in the music industry as well, you know. So I think it's a spearheading, actually, because, you know, whether or not watching something, it, it takes more energy because you have to have your eyes on it. But, you know, we're inundated with music, whether we're shopping in a mall or, you know, walking through a, a transport facility like an airport or you're just driving in your car, we're constantly inundated by sound frequencies. You know, that's a yeah. whole other topic. But yeah. I did, I did. Yeah, carry on. No, please, you first. No, I'm just going to say, I did a dig on uh, the solfeggio frequencies, et cetera, one time, just to see if I could understand it a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And you look at that and go, how they change the frequency from 432, is it? Which is the, the nature, human nature, nature's frequency. Yes. And they change they change a tuning to be uh, 440. Yes. Um, so they change the frequencies. And then one of the things I looked at in that was I looked at, there used to be a thing on BBC called the BBC test card. And it was in the days when they had, um, there was no TV played in the afternoons and at night at certain times, you know, the late nights. So the test card used to come on when there was nothing on. And the frequency they use in that is the lowest of the solfeggio. So was it, is it 169? I can't remember what's not. I think it's 169. It plays that frequency and you could never sleep through that. Uh, that tone is played and you could never sleep through it. You, know? <laughs> you could maybe sleep for two or three minutes, but you'd be wakened by it, you know? So it's very, even, very unusual. So they knew about all this stuff. Huh? Of course. All orchestrated <laughs> to, to, to our demise. Yeah. To the demise oh, of, 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 their, of their sheep population or the motley moose <laughs> yeah that's quite a sight yeah. you put me to by the way out, i still can't figure out what exactly the motley moose mean i i mean it's there's an obvious there's an obvious re um, relevance to it but for another day yeah uh, i also so, yeah, want hmm, yeah, go ahead you, no, 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 no. You no, tell me what you're going to say. No, no, I want to go. I want to talk about the traveling. I don't want to forget about that because it's really important for people to hear what we have to say about that. And I really liked your point earlier, but on the outro, we'll do that. Yeah. Traveling in the sense of uh, general travel around here. Are you done with your points? Yeah, pretty much. I think, yeah. That's what I had written down. Anyway, again, to this, the, this, what'd you say? Yeah, that's pretty much all I had on that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can talk again and do another update in, in the future. Um, so this isn't like the end all be all. But for now, um, we were talking about uh, people traveling. And yeah. I don't, I forget who you brought up. Was it Hopkins or? Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was Katie Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, they mentioned in travel about um, there was somebody, it was somebody, one of the guys, one of the YouTube people and the, the posters put up um, that they traveled somewhere and no luggage arrived where, where they were at. And then they went back to ask and inquire about their luggage and the guy said, it never got on the plane in London and it's still sitting in London and it won't be coming here. <laughs> so uh, you're looking at that and you're going, 
Well, Katie Hopkins, she did mention about three years ago uh, or two years ago in the lockdown, it's the very start of it. Anyone thinking about going on holiday, just stay at home. There's no need to be going traveling away unless you have to, you know, um, because you don't know what the government's going to do. And we exactly. seen that from, yeah. we saw that from day one when they started flights again, uh, even when they opened up flights again, etc. people were being, you know, you've got to do your test test positive hotel you, and everything was just disruption the whole okay. thing was just orchestrated disruption you know madness yeah utter madness i mean she traveled to america and i, I, I kind of mind was it no i think it was australia she got deported from australia i think it was along remember when novak Djokovic got uh, deported as well for for not taking his uh, you know what um katie was i think i'm sure she was deported from canada uh, from Australia, I'm sure it was, but she's had a few run-ins over in America as well, I think. So. <laughs> well, you know, that's great advice. Look, if you, you said something earlier, you said, if you, if you want to go on vacation, do it in your own country or your own state. There's plenty of yeah. things to see and do. Yeah. Well, that's what we found here. We found that, that this last year, even we were just inundated with uh, camper vans, people <laughs> buying up vans and you, Chris, you can go online and uh, sell your van Please. for probably... Yeah, you can sell your van for you know fifty percent more than you paid for it because people were buying them up to convert them into campers, you know. Yeah. And and to this day, it's we still tourism's open again up here, and people are flooding up here. You know, um, it's picking up. It really is picking up now. It's the same um, here. It's the same here. And you know what? I tell people they always call me. You know, because I live in an area where people want to see it. You know, they they want to come to LA. They want to see, uh, you know, California, Northern California, Southern California, whatever, uh, parts of America. I tell them, stay put. This is not a time to travel. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We've got the mask mandates coming back in a couple of weeks here. Who knows who's what to say, what's going to happen the next day. You know, you've got all these different things going on all over the world. My God, there's people stepping down from government. There's mandates. There's whatever you want to call it, food shortages for whom the food shortage is for, a whole other question. We'll talk about that later. But at the yeah. same time, it's like, dude, stay put. Be still yeah. and know. Don't travel anywhere. Stop it. You don't have to go, you know, this whole back to, it's, it's that whole thing got it on, the whole back to normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I, I didn't I didn't think about that too much until we were driving around a roundabout one day and there was a big sign, no going back, you know. And I kind of looked at that and I thought, no going back, okay, uh, all right, okay, yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense, you know. Let's not go back to what we were in, but <laughs> let's try and, let's try and rebuild something that is actually going to be better, you know. But, yes. Um, how do you do that in the current? You know, it's going to take time. It's going to take time for everything to come down. And then rebuild. Um, we were hoping. I think I said to you before. We were hoping some point that we'd be out there in the streets, maybe you know, just at least protesting. You know, and you go and protesting's been pretty much shut down here. Um, the, the very first thing they did in lockdown was said it's illegal for any uh, for more than two people to gather. Yeah, yeah, so, it was like that here too. Yeah, but yeah, people pretty you know, much shut every. Yeah. So everything got shut down, the right to protest. And then when the protest first kicked off, I think we saw one in London and it was huge. It was a big protest. The government came out and said, or the BBC came out and said, mm, uh, three or 4,000 people or whatever it was at the protest. And you go, you know, come on, guys, you know, uh, the entire streets are filled all around the squares and et cetera, you know. Uh, and then the one in Berlin, I think, was where um, Robert Kennedy went and spoke. Is it Robert Kennedy? Which one's the, the guy with the... The bad throat that had the cancer. I think is it's that Robert. Robert. Yeah, I think it's Robert. Uh, I think it's Robert. He's the doctor guy or whatever he is. He went and spoke at it, and uh, I mean Berlin was mobbed. It was absolutely mobbed, and of course the the BBC put up uh, uh, ten thousand plus people turn up at the Berlin rally, and I don't know. I heard figures of about two million. I wasn't sure was that true or not, but um, it was massive. You know, a lot of people out. You know. A yeah. lot of people. So, uh, yeah, strange times that we live in. But, um, yeah, we'll get there in the end, I think. Um, I believe we will. Absolutely. Good will prevail. Yeah. Of course. Well, thank you very much, uh, Scott Anon, for being here and giving us a report from Scotland. Um, it's very valuable to hear from people from all around the world, especially a true patriot like yourself. 
Um, and thank you for the uh, picture that you sent me of the Scottish flag as well as the uh, American uh, flag. And um, there's a flag in between, the yellow flag. Um, what is that again? Uh, well, one's the Scottish saltire, and then the other one, I think, was the... Uh, oh, God, I had it written down what the other one was. I think that's the official Scottish flag. The other one, the saltire, is actually from the Union Jack. I see. It's part of the... Part of the Union Jack. I can't remember what the other the lion lion rampant. That's what they call it. The lion rampant. What's that's pretty much the lion rampant. The lion rampant. Yes, with the lion yeah. on it. I love it. Yeah, lion rampant. Yeah, that's it. Just yeah, I've never thought about flags actually. <laughs> yeah, the other piece is the Scottish saltar, and the saltar, yes. the cross one, the blue and white yes. cross one. That's actually part of the Union Jack. It's where the the diagonals come on the Union Jack UK flag because it is supposed to be the Union flag. You know, the British flag is a Union flag of all the four countries. Well, so, United, uh, united, not divided, we stand. And thank you, because um, as a brother patriot, you know, I just want everybody to know across the world, it's, it's not, yes, you know, I'm an American, and of course, I love my country, I love my flag, but I love all children of God, and we are all patriots, and we all just want our freedom. And none of us are free until all of us are free. This is a worldwide well, movement, not just... It is. Yes, it is, it is absolutely worldwide. It's, um, you know, I, I sit, I pay more attention to probably America, a lot of things going on in America than I do what's actually going on in Scotland. You know, um, I look at what's going on in America. I'm watching what's going on in England at the moment just to see where it's going to go. Um, interesting to see where it how it plays out with politicians, because the government just became dysfunctional by about 2019, just before the happened you know the the event happened um mm -hmm. the, our government our government had become dysfunctional and their own ministers were calling the government dysfunctional you know so you go everything had fallen apart at a point where you know it's just almost the, too much coincidences you know right and how many times before it becomes mathematically yeah. possible right yeah so we're sitting watching all this and sitting going like you know come on people you know is it by chance that this has happened, that that's happened? And, you know, we vote to get out of Europe in 2016 and four years later, we're still sitting trying to negotiate a deal and we come out with no deal anyway, effectively, or a, a partial deal. And you go, come on, you know, waking up. It's purposely been engineered to last, you know. Um, and you I wrote to my... Yeah, I wrote, to, I wrote to my local politicians and complained about it all and uh, about what they were doing. You know, and good people should be taking action like you're, you. Even if they feel it's ineffective, the whole the mere act of putting that energy towards making that change counts. Well, you let them know that you're watching them, you know, and exactly. um, what they're doing, and you go, "What are you doing to stop this?" or "What are you doing to stand against this?" And then you get a reply back, which is just political rhetoric and links to the co uh, to the <laughs> to the event. <laughs> you know, form letter, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the letters that you uh, you get guided to on Spotify, uh, we get guided to all this stuff and we're going like, that's not the question, that's not the answer to the question, you know, but they won't answer anything. They'll not be put on the spot in any shape or form. And watching, watching what's going on in the English politics at the moment is, it's just like they're almost eating each other alive at the moment to get the Prime Minister's job, you know? It's hilarious. Well, maybe that's what it's <laughs> going to come to. Put them all together in a pen and let them go at it and enjoy the show. Yeah, give them some barbecue sauce and let them eat each other. Well, I'm, I'm sadly, I think they might actually enjoy it, but there you go. <laughs> well, <laughs> on that note, yeah. On that note, thank you again for being here today. And um, yeah. I do look forward to speaking to you again. And thank you for um, representing Scotland and patriots of the, of the world. Thank you. Yeah, so Thank you for having me on. All righty. Well, thank you again to Scott Anon for that amazing update uh, from Scotland for this Monday Matters, Monday Madness. Speaking of Monday Madness, a quick update from California since this is uh, Monday Matters and we always go over a little bit of what's going on in California and around the world and around our great nation. Uh, in California, we're seeing, <clears throat> excuse me, in California, we're seeing the mask mandates will be coming back in a few weeks is what we have been told. And this has to do with the slowdown that I talked about earlier on this podcast on A Fistful of Truth. We are expecting all sorts of different 
events to take place and only time will tell when and how these things happen. So all we can do is just be still and know. And in the meantime, there are other small items of news that you might find interesting. And one of these things is that um, California uh, is offering stimulus checks. And I know other, uh, other countries, <laughs> other states will be offering stimulus checks for the increase in gas prices. And believe it or not, this week I saw a little bit of a drop in gas prices in uh, Southern California, down from like the high up $6 and something down to the $5 and something range, even $5.50 at like Costco. However, um, that doesn't mean that the um, it's not going to go back up. Um, there's extended COVID protections being put into place. All of a sudden there's more, you know, there's more COVID stuff going on. And um, gas and energy bills are being put on hold and people are not having to uh, get their gas and electricity shut off, very interestingly, if they don't pay their bill, which is very interesting. And there's all these different programs that have been put in place by Southern California Edison, which we know who controlled Edison, um, by uh, the state. And I believe it comes from a higher source than the state. I think the federal government under the control of the uh, real president and the real presidency and the, the white hats as we're calling them and the plan to help free America. <clears throat> I believe this has something to do with that. Also um, food prices are definitely not going up in certain areas. It's only sectional. So if you're living in a city, if you're living in the middle of the city of Los Angeles, yeah, your food prices are going up. But if you're outside of the city of Los Angeles, you're not experiencing this. Uh, rent prote rent prote protections, rent protections have been extended for California, such as myself, um, who lost everything from COVID. Not just did I lose my job, I lost my business and all sorts of stuff. You guys already know that story. And on the way back up, because God always provides. So rent protections are still in place until the end of this year and are possibly being extended through next year now. So we're seeing some huge changes that are coming very slowly because they can't say things right away. And I think these are just what we're going to be seeing in uh, the future, the far future. It's not going to happen in the next couple of years. I believe we're going to have to wait till at least 2025 to see some real changes, like changes to our monetary system starting to be introduced, changes to our medical system and technology starting to be introduced, starting with veterans that have lost their legs and limbs, like POTUS keeps telling us and putting into our periphery as Sakanon and I went over in the Anchorage, Alaska decode. So you know, these, these things are not going to happen overnight. And um, you have to really understand how long it's going to take for these changes to actually be implemented. Of course, we all want the cures. Of course, we all want the truth. Of course, we all want it all to be out so everybody can move on. It ain't going to happen overnight. More news from California. Uh, people are getting shot and injured in a bowling alley in a bowling alley. I thought that was interesting in Livermore, California. I don't think this was a false flag. I think this was just... Um, they're highlighting news that involves, um, you know, obviously guns because they are trying to control the um, recent ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court, which um, allows for greater protections of Americans with their Second Amendment rights. We are going to be talking about the Second Amendment with a um, firearms expert that will be on the show coming up this week, one of my favorite people, and we will be talking with that and on as, as well. So look forward to some changes in the programming coming up here on a fistful of truth to reflect what is going on currently in our current world. Uh, California here, we have another piece of news in the last 24 hours, Bobby East, a NASCAR driver was stabbed and killed in an attack at a California gas station, stabbed and killed while uh, at a gas station. So Police shot the suspect in the stabbing while executing a search warrant on Friday, but um, the former NASCAR driver, Bobby East, um, rest in peace, was stabbed and uh, killed at a California gas station. Now, these, these things happen quite a bit at California and at other parts of the country at gas stations, so always keep your eyes out, always beware, and always, um, you know, don't just be looking at your phone. You're not supposed to be on your phone anyway. And again, um, the Anon that will be here with the Second Amendment um, speech and, and um, so forth. Um, I hope that we will be talking about different strategies to take and just to be aware of your surroundings is a very important part of um, making it through these times and all times really, because it's just, there's always good and evil and there's always criminals at play looking for victims. 
Um, there are also other pieces of news that probably I don't find as relevant. You guys can check that out on your own. There was a bomb threat, believe it or not, at SFO one day ago. Um, one day ago, there was a bomb bomb threat. And again, a lot of the news that has been highlighted in California has suddenly all focused on gun violence because California is really worried about our Second Amendment rights. Um, the the uh, district, excuse me, the D Department of Justice sends out a weekly newsletter and they're talking a lot about um, evictions and tenants. And we address that where tenants are being protected because a lot of Californians faced job loss. And um, we know that there's going to be a lot of changes coming to Cal the California housing market. POTUS has invested heavily in Palos Verdes, bought up the Palos Verdes beautiful coastline and turned it into the golf course, the Trump International Golf Course, which I plan on visiting at some point when I find some time, hopefully before the end of summer, and I can give you guys a report about that. So that pretty much wraps it up for California. Um, so watch California and watch Scotland and watch everything around you. And if you have anything interesting to say, please, if you're a listener out there, you can always leave a comment on the blog post that I leave about these uh, these podcasts that are going on. Hopefully this podcast is not being censored. And if it is, re remember that you can always hear it on Spotify Anchor. But also um, I am, am checking to see if the volumes are okay because you guys are great at letting me know if something sped up or slowed down. Um, I, I keep an archive everything. And if that is the case and that keeps happening, I will be restarting to post these talks and shows again on the blog. All right. So let's wrap this up. Thank you for tuning in and stay tuned for some updates. Thank you for tuning in to this Monday Matters called Monday Madness with Scott Anon from Scotland. Tune in next week when we'll be coming back to the United States. I will be announcing what state we will be talking to as Monday Matters takes a tour around the 50 United Not Divided States, um, which will be soon restored to a republic, but that will take, a, you know, soon means a few years in this show, I believe, until we see POTUS return publicly to office in 2024. Inauguration would be in 2025. Thank you again to all of the companies that chose to work with this very brand unsafe girl. I'm so brand unsafe. I'm like the most unsafe person when it comes to branding. No one pays for this podcast and no sponsors are um, here. However, there are products that said, I will work with you. And I was so grateful when that happened because there are some minor costs that go along with this and it helps keep it up. Um, I'm still unemployed, but however, I am employed for God and I'm working with some great projects that are coming up. So I'm, I'm not even worried one bit about what's incoming for all of us, because all of us will be experiencing um, those who endure till the end shall indeed prosper. So hang in there, folks. But I do want to thank the amazing patriots at OP2 Labs. Um, I use their collagen daily. You too can check it out. Grass-fed collagen is um, important to your body. It's collagen's the second most important substance and prevalent substance in your body next to number one, water. Um, so if you want to check out Soma Vedic, Vedic is the version that I have of the Soma Vedic, the total 5G protection device that puts a bubble and uh, protection around your home, puts a shield and mitigates damage from EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies, which we are talked about in the uh, decode last night with, um, or two nights ago, was it? With um, Snackanon. And we were talking about the POTUS decode in uh, Alaska, where he spoke, where harp is located. Angels don't play this harp. Check out that book. It'll really explain to you, if you're not familiar with harp technology, you know, we all know about EMFs. We all know about radio frequencies come from just your computer and your microwave emits frequencies, all sorts of frequencies. Your phone emits frequencies. That's why your phone gets hot. You don't want to put your phone against your head. And if you want to have a Bluetooth device, get rid of it. Seriously, it's not good for your head. I went over um, a lot of uh, contracts. I got to look at them because my cousin worked for a um, uh, cellular type of company. I can't say what or where. And the, uh, my cousin was able to show me the studies they were doing. And I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Bluetooth is not good for your head. So there's a piece of advice for you. Get rid of anything that's wireless. Use a wire. That's what he uses. And if you can, check out the Soma Vedic. There's a link to the device. It's beautiful. It was developed by um, a gentleman who uh, worked with Dr. Emoto. 
Dr. Masaru Emoto, my dear friend and client. So the device is amazing. I have one in my home. Mine structures my water, um, but also stay tuned because I'm going to be talking about other things you can do with your water. And I do have some shows and also some uh, blog entries about water because watch the water. Very important. You know, if you're not healthy, you can't absorb this information. If you're not healthy, you're not able to even get up and look at a computer. So your health is number one. Knowing these, knowing the information is important to your health because it's all about survival right now. So check out the Soma Vedic. You get 10% off. You also get 10% off at OP2 Labs, Froggy Fuel, developed by Navy SEALs, Grass-Fed Collagen, ready to go, or you can buy the protein powder, which I like the most because it's the stevia sweetened. And also, um, there's a couple more companies that said, yes, Delara, I'll work with you. And one of them I'm so grateful for is also Hemp Therapies. And um, they have great CBD oil that's professional grade, great people behind it. And if you can't get your hands on ivermectin, they have a black cumin seed oil and you get 15% off your first order. So that's huge. And um, finally, and last but not least, Faraday bags. If you are concerned about your cell phone, which is always on when you turn it off even, it's always receiving a signal. You put it next to your head at night, take it away. Don't do that. It's like the Bluetooth, not good to put it next to your head. You can pop it into a Faraday bag. You don't even have to use the link below. Go to Amazon and buy yourself a bag. If you're not going to spend a hundred bucks or more, buy it on Amazon because uh, it will save you money with shipping if you have Prime. And you, you really should just get one of these things and stick your phone in it at least at night. So that way it's not radiating your body, mind, spirit, and anything else that's around that's living in your house. So that's it. Thank you for tuning in to uh, Monday Matters. And uh, thank you for uh, supporting this podcast by sharing it. So please click and copy. And if you can, follow. Click follow if you're on Spotify, wherever else you might be listening to A Fistful of Truth. Please do share this programming as well as the blog posts that are related or unrelated at delaraessengill.blog because this girl can't share anything because she's been terminated and banned from almost everywhere because she's brand unsafe. Well, you can take your unsafe branding and shove it because that's part of your matrix and you can just uh, leave with it because your matrix, the matrix is breaking down and uh, those that walk alone rather than with a crowd of idiots going in the wrong direction shall indeed prevail. And that is you, the listeners as well. God bless you. Where we go one, we go all. Thank you.